Yes, ma'am. Child, Anchor did a, uh, uh, I forgot to update it, but we're good now. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, is you on? Oh, okay then. Come on, update. Is you on? I am good. I am. You know what? I had a good day. I'm not going to ruin my day. I'm having a great day. You're having an awesome day where you're awesome. Awesome. I mean, I'm awesome every day because that's just the way that God blessed me. Yeah. In the morning, he just looks down upon me and says, Leah King, you're awesome. Glory? What? I hear that every morning when I open my eyes, like, come on, awesomeness, wake up. Because my God is awesome. He can move mountains. Yes, come on now. Keep my mind in balance. Yes, God. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't. Give okay. me a in the rain. Come on now. That's enough. That's enough. Not too what? much, Dan. Not too much, sis. Not too much, sis. Me and my Lord have a very honest relationship. Mm-hmm. Honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fine. Anyway. I just fall off, and he just look at me, and I be like, you know, I just fell off. He be like, it's all right. I still love you, and that's all I need. That's right, because we fall out, yet we get up. Because the saint is nothing but a sinner who fell down and got up. Come on now. Some of them sinners just 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 walking. They ain't got their wings yet. They still walking. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh-oh. Not first of all. Come on, first of all. Uh, no, I wasn't talking to you. I, I you know, I, I have a mini person here and that's figured out how to climb on a bed now. Uh oh. So you know I gotta kinda you maneuver. Know. Yeah, but it's all maneuver. right. You got to maneuver a little bit. Yes, that's all right, though. So, right. right. So, yeah. So, it's been a phenomenal weekend. Uh, Black Panther, um, you know, o- just basically overtook the industry. There's already talks of a sequel. Feige's saying, yes, there will be a sequel. Of course there will be. It's part of the Marvel Universe that I'm here for a sequel. Uh, yes, but you know, normally they kind of wait, but now nah, they was like immediately, nah, open the weekend. Yeah, we're gonna have another one. I hope, and then on top of it, don't forget, we got Infinity War. Well, Infinity War is in May, uh, Ant Man and the Wasps is in July. Oh, god, it'll be a beautiful year for Jesus. Yes, yeah, very busy. Very busy. Oh, for uh, yeah, Deadpool's also, I believe, that, is that May or is that July? I believe that is around the same time. No, it won't be around Infinity Wars because they ride in the same um, universe. I'm not sure. I need to check on that. I think this will be like a June movie. Okay, and but I know Han Solo is coming out Memorial Day weekend. You know what? So everybody, get your coins up. Get your coins together. Get your coins together because you there's gonna be a lot of movie watching this season. The the summer blockbuster season is back, okay, and Disney and is, and I am here for it. It is going to be everything, you know. Oh, a lot of people Disney stock. So what? Buy me some Disney stock. Come on, Disney stock, child. You know that that stock done got expensive now, honey. You know you have to get that as a growth stock. But I, they single handedly saving the industry. I mean, if it wasn't for them, you know, do you know how shoddy last season's numbers would have been? Come on now. 
Uh, it was just, ugh. It was trash. It was straight up trash. Everybody flopped. Really Everybody flopped. It was like, damn, y'all flopped too? I finally watched that last Triple X movie, and I was like, that's why you flopped. I don't know why you set yourself up like that. So, <laughs> but yet anyway, um, so, but I'm excited about this year. Also, um, even though people weren't, they were um, split, I was very excited about Last Jedi. No? You weren't excited about Last Jedi? I'm you know, I like my original, I like my original three, because I have them on tape. I have the original movies on tape. And you know what? I'm good with that. And, you know, I kind of got into the Anakin story. You know, that was kind of cool. But anything after that, I'm like, eh. What kind of blurb are you? <laughs> what kind of black nerd are you? So disappointing. Exactly. I'm, I'm a black nerd. You know, I, 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 you know, I need to take time out, too. You know, I do. I do. I'm nerding and oration. You know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm more for the comic books than I was with, you know, Star Wars. Love it, love the story, but Marvel has really piqued my interest. And with me knowing a lot more about the Marvel universe, as far as the back superheroes and stuff, that's where my excitement is. You know, Star Wars is cool, but you gotta realize, look at the time frame and when it came out. You know, I I don't even think I was alive when it was made, but you weren't now. Yeah, and like I said, now with with you know with what Marvel's doing. I know the background of that. I know about Black Panther. I know what happens with Spider-Man. I know about Iron Man. I know everybody's backstory, and it's interesting to watch that because I love watching that adaptation. Okay, but at the same time, a lot of that stuff that you're watching on TV, on, on film, that came out before you were born, too, now. I know, but most of it had cartoons when I was little, too. That's why I know about it. It piqued oh, my interest. Because, like, I mean, I grew up on the Jim Lee era. So that era was very similar to the X Men series in the '90s. That was on um, that was on Fox. That was, that was my show, Fox Kids. I watched that religiously. That right. that show ignited my love for my favorite mutant of all time, and I don't care if anybody wants to argue with me about it. The best mutant and most powerful mutant of all time will be Jean Grey, aka the phoenix herself i don't care what nobody says we could argue from the sun up to the sundown that right but here's the thing though the new movie that's coming out which i don't even know when and how it's going to come out now since it's all under the same it's going to be all under the same universe now here's the thing with with the dark phoenix movie i know you're talking about they're going to focus more on the 90s x-men which that's still a bad thing why is that a bad thing? Because nobody has done the Phoenix Saga correctly. Chris Claremont came out with the Phoenix Saga in the early 80s, and nobody's captured it correctly. Probably the closest that's done it close to being okay is the 90s, um, the 90s cartoon. And even still, no, they didn't do it perfectly. There were still problems with it, too. Because furthermore... The, because the thing about it is, is that after the Dark Phoenix, they kind of got back to, to a corner and Jean Grey was dead. 
And they were like, we got to bring her back. And they were like, people were like, the, the writers was like, I don't know how I'm going to come back from this because, yeah, she's good and dead. So then they created this whole storyline of, well, that wasn't really Jean Grey. That was just the uh, physical embodiment of the Phoenix look, looking like her and doing those things. It really wasn't Jean doing all those things. She was in the bottom of the river somewhere in stasis. And it's like, really, sis? <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. The, the, the original X-Men movies really did mess that up for me. I was like, no. Uh, and the sad part is, is that everybody's like, you know, high-fiving Brian Singer, and I'm like, wow, they were trash. E- even the part about... I ain't gonna huh? lie, the first the first the first movie was good. The first one was decent, and it was just like I'm just so happy to see them. But looking back on it, I can't. That's a movie that didn't age well with time. Number one, number two, it was a horrible casting decision putting uh, Holly Berry, which at the time you know she was an Oscar winner, so it was like, yeah, we got Holly Berry. Holly Berry didn't care about the materials; so all she was concerned about was a check. We 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 not gonna we not gonna discuss Holly. You know she did her best, and you know. And do you know what happens to a toad that gets hit by lightning? Come on, man. That was one of the worst lines of the year. Of the decade. And the thing about it is, you know from the daggone TV, um, the, the cartoon, how regal and and demonstrative that, you know, Storm was. So for her to come out, so, yeah, it was just real, like, disappointing. I was disappointed they didn't find me a good old chocolate lady. Because, you know, my thing is, first of all, with Holly Berry, with Storm, if you, especially if you've seen the cartoon, that she, everybody knows she African. I was waiting for that accent, some good, powerful chocolate woman to come on out. And they gave me Holly Berry. And in the new movie, they gave me old light skin. And I'm like, y'all know better. Well, see, so here's the thing. Yeah, what okay, so let me give you the background with Storm. Storm came out in 1975 when the X Men's um super um deluxe issue when because for 10 years they actually stopped printing the comic, they were just printing out reruns. So, can you imagine? So, anyway, they came back, they have this international um cast, uh, including Wolverine, um, as well as Storm. And her storyline was that she's actually Kenyan, half Kenyan. And um, half uh, African American. Her father was born in uh, Brooklyn. She was actually born in Brooklyn. Her family moved to back to Kenya because that's where his, her mom was from um, to do, I believe, some type of uh, missionary work or some uh, charity work of some type. And both of them died, so they left her as an orphan uh, child in Kenya. So around this time, she was pickpocketing in order to survive, but she also developed her mutant powers. Now, this that's cool. how she ran into Apocalypse. That, well, in the movie, that's how she uh, ran into Apocalypse. That's how she met Professor X, because she pickpocketed Professor X. She was also under um, the control of the Shadow King, which is a character that we're not going to really go into. But the point of it all is that you know, Later in life, she became a goddess. Well, she was considered a goddess by the um, tribe that she was living in. So that's why she had more of a regal um, setting in the comic book. I mean, in the, um, on the TV show. It's because she had this past of being a literal goddess to a tribe. 
They consider her her, hey, cool that you queen here, but how about you come save the world for real? Basically, Professor Ed's hit her with that pimp, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hit her with that, uh, that, that, that pimp and that pimp. That pimp, that pimp, that pimp. To see her different by Holly Berry, that's what was the real devastation because uh, Storm is a character that's been around since 1975. They could have played a lot with that character and they just kind of like threw a sticker on it and say, okay, here. Right. And like I said, even 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 with you giving me that background, like Holly Berry and Alexander Ship. Like, really? Yeah. Them the only people that showed up at the audition? Like, I, I seriously doubt. Nope. Right. And, and that's my thing. And I now I heard that Holly Berry, not Holly Berry, excuse me. I heard that they had tried to get Angela Bassett, but Angela Bassett declined. No, not even Angela Bassett. But you have to remember, that was like 15 years ago when that first X-Men movie came out. And uh, Angela Bassett was still hot. Well, she's hot now, but I'm saying it would have been more, it would have been believable 15 years ago. Because Angela Bassett was in her um, 40s. So she was still reasonably young enough to play the character. And can you, because I mean, like, if you remember the scene in Black Panther when she had her hair down and it was white and those um, dreads. Yeah. I Look, I wrote on Facebook, I was like, look, this is what, this is what Storm was supposed to look like. <laughs> Hello. They could have took an unknown and did a better job with Storm than they did with Holly Berry, so. <sighs> but at the same time. Out the heels of her Oscar nod for um, Oscar win from um, what was that movie she did? She got Oscar. Her, her prostitution role in Monster Ball where she slept with Billy Bob Thornton and said, right. Make me feel good. Yes, yeah, that's what got her um, Oscar. So she was off the heels of that. So, of course, if she was willing to do it, I get why they picked her, but at the same time, it really wasn't, it was just something that they shoehorned her in, and that's what really makes me, uh, you know, frustrated because. Hell, um, Gabrielle Union could have did a better job. <laughs> you know what? And, it's, and, and, and you know, it, it, it's, it's stereotypical as her roles are that reflect her. I think she could have did a better job as well. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. That is, that is tragic that we could actually sit here and say that Gabrielle Union could have did better than Holly Berry. I, I, uh. Never thought I'd say that, but I, I, I can get on board with that. Also, the reason why I say that, I, you know, at, at the same time, Holly Berry is a very gifted actress. If you look at some of her earlier work, like Losing Isaiah, like, you know, she can play pretty and she can also play dirty, you know, very well. You know, the Oscar was deserved. I don't necessarily know for that movie because I didn't technically watch it, but I will give you that. However, I watched Ball. Right. And how did you feel about it? I mean, you got to realize how old I was when it came out, so it was like... Perspective, got you. So the point... Yeah, you know, like... <laughs> well, I'm just saying, different perspective, I got you. But the point yeah. I'm trying to make is Holly Berry has a reputation of not really caring about um, uh, when it comes to comic book movies. Case in point, the second movie she did, um, not the second movie, um, the next character she did is from a comic book character was Catwoman. 
and a role that was famously um, played by Eartha Kitt. So it's lineage involved in this. And she just half-assed that one too. It was like, really, sis? First of all, like, we're, not gonna, we're not going to discuss Catwoman because that whole storyline, whoever wrote that and did the adaptation needed an ass whooping. Holly Berry did a shitty job, but she had a shitty script to work from. That whole yeah, entire plot, everything, trash. It, it was all trash. It was all trash. As a matter of fact, that's probably why she got a Razzie the following year. So you go from Oscar win to Razzie. So, or, yeah, either way. But it was just like, I feel like it's a it's a visibility issue. Like Black, Pan Black Panther coming out is pr is proven that if you have the right money, if you have the right director, you have the right cast, you have the right production staff. Because um, if you look in the credits for Black Panther, that was done by Industrial Light and Magic, aka Lucasfilm. Yeah, right. You can make a blockbuster masterpiece, and that's exactly what happened. So I'm gonna need for these um, uh, movie company heads to get their ish together because we're just not going to take it. And also the next movie that's coming out uh, next month, uh, A Wrinkle in Time, Black people, we need to keep the, keep the movement going. I, I need my Black people to go see that as well. It's um, star, it's a Ava, what's her name? Du, du, du Charest? Du, du it, I can't say it either. I ain't going to see him mess up her name, sis. Director, she's done um, you know plenty of other movies, and also she's a black woman director this time. So we need to really back her and watch the movie A Wrinkle in Time uh, because I mean she's already done fabulous work, including a documentary that I've seen on, on Netflix called um, what's that thing called Thirteen. Uh, Thir um, yeah, talking about the the rep uh, the the effects of the Thirteenth Amendment has happened. Um, as far as African American um, society within our society, so you know, I have to had a budget of uh, two hundred million. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Exactly, coming from a dude that his, his break was Fruitvale Station with um, Michael B. Jordan. He legit did the whole entire verse. He took a bag, flipped it, and tumbled it. Exactly. Did it again with uh, Malcolm B. Jordan again with Creed. The Creed sequel is going to be wonderful. I can't wait. Right. He's, it's it's going to restart that brand. Exactly. Third, uh, now he's come out with Black Panther and just blew it out of the water. So I'm going to hear them talk about, oh, well, you know, Black people just can't sell overseas. Black people just can't sell a blockbuster. Well, the devil is a lie and his mother is a whore. The, the proof is in the goddamn pudding. It's happened and it will happen again. So Black people, I'm going to need for it to happen again. I'm going to need for you to put your, you know, I don't think we can wear dashiki. I don't think it would be technically um, appropriate to wear dashikis to a wrinkle in time. But if you want to do that, hey, do what you do. It's got Oprah in it. So, you, you know, it's not going to be just you out there. It's going to be a whole bunch of her our, um, fans as well. Because, you know, Oprah brings uh, people from all walks of life. To, to see her. I, you know, I've always wanted to ask you something. What's that? After seeing, because, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of this over the weekend. After seeing Black Panther, 
How do you feel about Michael B. Jordan as an actor? Well, Michael B. Jordan is an excellent actor. Now, From there's jump. been mixed reviews about him and his acting style. A lot of people have said they felt as though he don't he he can't act. And now you know what I I don't know why. I think the reason why is due to the fact that the um, the type of characters that he's portrayed. It's kind of like with Denzel. You know Denzel can act, but until he portrayed an, a villain or an antagonist like he did in um, Training Day, people weren't thinking that, you know, he was like, he's good, but how is he stretching as an actor? I think that may be the difference. You kind of, because you see a lot of his personality in Killmonger. Uh, but also, I think that what made him great as Killmonger because he, you know, he he made him he, he humanized him basically. So I think that's what made that a great character as well. Um, unlike Chadwick Boseman, you know, Chadwick Boseman, he is like the, the king of uh, the the king of being a, a, the chameleon king because you put whatever you, you know, whatever you need in front of him and he'll not only, you know, do it and flip it and reverse it, you'd be like, damn, I wasn't expecting all that. Yeah, like I said, I knew he was an actor. If you ever see him at Hardball, when they told him he was too old to play. Yeah. That's how I, that's how I knew. I said, you know what? I, you know what? You, you may be on the wire, but you, you proved something right here. Right. Uh, but, you, you know, I it also goes back to training because, you know, um, like, for example, Chadwick Boseman, he's classically trained. He went to Howard. Yes. You know. And don't forget, did you read the story about how Denzel and Felicia Rashad helped pay for him to go to Oxford? Yeah, I thought, that was like, wow. And then talk about giving back. Amen. I was like, wow. That was, that was amazing. Like, uh, you know that's I'm so glad that that have things like those stories like that are coming out because you know there's so many times where black people are so quick to say oh well you know people don't black people don't give back you know they just they get out the hood and they just forget about you know the little people or whatever that's not true they may not always be reported mm. you know what I'm saying? yes we do but I mean. Mm. We shall see. But yeah, but because um, he's not the only one. Apparently there were several other actors and actresses that they did the same thing for. That, you know, Black Hollywood at that point, they just kind of pulled together and made sure that a whole bunch of people were able to go um, as well. He was just part of that generation, thank God. Um, what I found amazing is that they were just able just to reach out to them and, you know, date they weren't acting out bougie. That's why I'm, I'm going to give a big shout out to Denzel Felicia for not being bougie about it. Because, you know, sometimes when we make it, and this is a bad thing to say, we make it. And then when somebody else, else asks for help, we just give them that eye. You know, like, ain't nobody help me, so. Right. Uh-huh. Like some folks. Clarence Thomas. <clears throat> Jesus, Jesus. <clears throat> the ultimate Ben Carson. <clears throat> <clears throat> Jesus, <clears throat> Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Allegedly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my God, I, I said it. Um, 
And furthermore, speaking of um, Miss Thomas, Mr. Clarence Thomas, I got a bone to pick with him because that man doesn't say much anymore in the news. Um, you know, due to the fact that he's a justice of the Supreme Court, so he got what he wanted. So he feels that he doesn't have to say anything too often. But when he does, I'd be so ready to just say, shut up. Especially with the comments that was recently made um, about the young uh, men and women that are um, that are literally walking out. Uh, 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 they're planning on doing a walkout um, in their local schools, you know, due to the, the recent um, mass shooting. Uh, the last, the latest one that happened in, um, in Florida, and which my thing is, is that first of all, we blame we blame uh, those kids so often, saying that they're apathetic, they don't, you know, they don't do anything, they're not willing to, you know, rise up or you know, or care. They found something to care about. Let them have their, let them do what they do. They're they're uh, becoming galvanized and they're becoming their own force within um, their generation. I'm so proud of them. But for him to come to try to come for them and, and make calm, you know, snide comments, you know, about the the planned protests. I'm like, really, really, sis. I'm, I'm gonna need you to have a seat because as a Supreme Court justice, with the cases that y'all pick, which cases are um, put before the Supreme Court. This could have easily been handled in court. It could have been um, the Second Amendment could have been ruled that there are certain limitations, just like there's rulings all over certain limitations over the First Amendment. Because let's face it, the um, our Constitution, U.S. Constitution, those amendments are not absolute. It's all boils down to to the interpretation of the law, and for him to be silent. When people, when their kids are, and our children are dying because they, it's easier for them to get access to an AR-15 as opposed to drinking beer, as opposed to getting some uh, Sudafed medicine, because you know you got to have an ID, and also you got to write your name down whenever you go to the, you know, to the uh, drugstore to get some Sudafed or some cold medicine. Because they're scared that you go, you know, abuse that drug. So you got to have more, you know, regulation on that than an AR-15 assault rifle. Come on, son. Like, how do you how do you wake up that morning after you just seen this national tragedy and even make that vote? Or make that comment. I mean, I get it that he's uh, it, he's in, you know he's a Supreme Court justice, which means that's a life appointment. You know, he can't be uh, taken out of that that space until he's ready to go. But it's like, huh? And or until God calls him home. Right. And I'm like, hmm. And the sad part is, is that I kind of, I really don't want that to happen, especially right now, since we have um, uh, Orange 45 in office. So basically that would mean it would have somebody in office that's probably not only this worse with the ideology, but probably has less experience. At the very least, you know, love him or hate him, 
Clarence Thomas has had decades of experience in, in the legal system well before he became a Supreme Court justice. I mean, they were trying to put the, I, I've seen it on, C, uh, on C-SPAN where they were literally trying to push through federal judges that hadn't even um, taken a, a, an official case. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I understand that you don't have experience, Orange 45, but why are you putting the other people in office of, of being a, ju- a federal judge that have the same level of experience you have? None. This is a bad president. Presidents, I, I'm, uh, you know, I, I feel like the republic is falling. And we're going to have to get it together collectively as a society if we're going to do anything about it. Otherwise, I promise you, we're going. It's going to be a war, war, another world war, and we're going to lose. We are going to be the losers. Horrendously, because these yeah. folks, huh? We gotta get off here. I'm saying I'm getting mad. <laughs> right, but I mean, you know, I, I get it. But at the same time, it's true though. Like, because they're already conspiring to create another incident of, of, of a world war. They're already putting it, putting those pieces out there. And they've been doing it for a long time. But I'm like, if I can't, I pray that they're able, that they're able to be curbed because we don't need another world war. But if it does happen, at the very least, I really just pray that we're, that, that we're still on the right side of history. Because, you know, the First World War, you know, we weren't really involved. We were kind of like coming in on the end of it, like, hey, everybody just chill out. You know, we're here. Let's, let's balance this out. And then we, they had the armistice. So it was like, all right. Then Germany got out of pocket, you know, as well as Japan. Uh, we didn't help the situation. You know, we was kind of doing some dirt in Japan, too, but we ain't going to really go there. But they, but they technically shot first. So we have another pre strike. That's what we did in Iraq. We did a we we struck first. But upcoming time, I don't want us to strike first and we lose and we end up being on the complete wrong side of history. We we are on our way to the wrong side of history. We 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 I think, I think we're already there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I just really want the ship to be turned. We got people in third world countries praying for us. I know. Ain't that that that's embarrassing? It really. But Mo, I'm gonna have to. I'm I'm gonna have to cut this short. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna have to cut you short because my 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 poor baby dad is outside. I know I heard him pull up, but I don't think he's sober because he is sitting out here just happily throwing up. Well, you know, you got to be a, a wife and a mother. You got to do what you got to do, girl. Yeah, and I don't think it's what's wrong with him. Yeah, look, look, he tried to text me that post I'm home. He's been out here for the last 10 minutes. I thought he was on the phone. Well, look, we don't want to, you know, put out all the business, so we're just going to go ahead and cut this off. Uh, shout out to everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. 
Uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook at Pretty Petty Podcast. Also, make sure you check us out on our social media. Leah, what's your social media real quick? It's, it's Leah at, on Instagram. And how you spell it is very ghetto. It's I-T-S-L-E-E underscore A-H. Real ghetto, honey. But at least it's the same on all three platforms. Unlike myself, it's at most of the problems. On Instagram and Facebook, and on Twitter, it is Modevious One. That's M O D V S O N E. Come on with it. So I appreciate y'all listening to us, and check us out the next time. All Say right. bye, Lee. Bye, y'all. Hello. Yes, you are home. Girl, is it a soundtrack? What's going on? That is the musical score, original score to Black Panther. Yes, yes, yes. Please tell me you've seen it because I've been in Wakanda for a long while. I have seen it. I have, and you know what? All I said, pay auntie. I'm gonna get it on a shirt. I'm getting me a hey auntie shirt. I'm getting that. You getting that? You get. I'm gonna need me a hey shirt. That's what I. Want. You know. Um. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, are you a part of the, the um, Killmonger's Right group? You know what? I'm going to be honest. I saw both sides. He was the most relatable villain, so he made it hard to really even be like, yeah. Yeah. He, he was one of them, was one of them villains that you had to really right. Yeah. Especially the prior spoilers of Spoiler Alert, you know, when he made the comment uh, about I'd rather die than to live in bondage and put me out in the ocean, I'm afraid of This movie was just the absolute best history woke black movie. That- That's all I got to say. Right. About Which, ironically, you know, he was on the wire, so. <laughs> Wait a minute now. You ain't gonna do that. That's, that's a classic. Why was a classic? <laughs> yes, 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 it was. Yes, it was a classic. Absolutely. It's in, it's in that section with good times, the Jeffersons. Hello. It's over, it's over there. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but I mean, the black boy joy and the black girl magic is just oozing through the culture right now. The first weekend, it made $404 million worldwide. It made more money in one weekend than Justice League in their entire run. Theatrical. <laughs> what does that say about the black dollar? What does it say about black, the myth that black people can't um, sell movies overseas? Damn right, we did excellent. So you know Tyler Perry is coming out when Medea goes to Africa. That's going to be the next movie. I swear <laughs> for Christ. 
<laughs> that is gonna be the next book. <laughs> so much as send Medea to vac on vacation to Africa. I'm gonna go down to Tyler Perry Studios and sit outside of any style and, and, and boycott him. He, no. Why? Because they gonna film it down there. They film down there in his studio, but it's gonna be Medea goes to Africa. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna sit. No, Tyler Perry. We have let him. We have allowed him to get away with a lot of things with Medea. But he, he, he can't go to Africa. He, 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 no. Don't that. He's going to. No. no. He's bad enough. He got these damn Halloween movies out here, and we let him slide with that. I ain't. I ain't never watched a Halloween movie that had a lesson at the end. And I don't got time for that. No. They had a. They had a what at the end? Had a lesson. You know, Tyler. You can't watch a Tyler Perry movie and just watch it. There's always a lesson. It's always a message. It's a message. And- <laughs> But at the same time, dude, I mean, we allow, you know, Spike Lee to do it. We we allow um, John Singleton to do it. So just because they, um, their country, no. and a lot of times the villains are the educated Negroes. Um, we um, Spike Lee and John Singleton do it because they gave me a new movie every time they did it. They gave me real life situations. They didn't try to give me a sad story and throw Medea in there and try to make, what? I mean, I got examples that not Spike Lee didn't always do that. I mean, especially the way he treated women. I mean, case in point, especially his earlier work, Girl Six, and uh, She's Gotta Have It. I love those movies, though. She Gotta Have It. I mean, his later movies. That, I haven't watched the series yet. I, I have mixed feelings about it. But I'm also, I mean, his later movies, too. It was like, really, bro? We're really having a fantasy? Like, She Hate Me? Um, first of all, what? I don't care. I, mean, I, I, I refuse. I, I don't. I don't see Tyler Perry. <laughs> okay, but that's the only reason why is because Spike Lee and John Singleton were classically trained. Tyler Perry was not classically trained. He taught himself. So you have to kind of give a little leeway when you're self-taught. I mean, self-taught is everything, but. All Medea movies is missing somebody and got enough singing going on. I mean, but that's coming from um, his perspective, though, too, because in the South, you know, that's kind of how we get through things, you know, with, with a lot of singing, a lot of uh, soul food eating. That, that's, that's what's pull us through these 400 years, you know? Yeah. And, and let's not forget, uh, Spike 